0: physical, environmental, financial, spiritual, social, or habitual. We created our family of podcasts as a resource for anyone who is looking to integrate the nine elements of holistic wellness into their daily lives. Welcome to the show. The Global Wellness HQ Family of Podcasts is proudly sponsored by the Global Wellness HQ community. It's an online membership group where we meet, we share ideas, we share insights, and we all work together and help one another discover our own personal wellness journeys. If you'd like to join us, you can easily click the link below or scan the QR code. And we love hearing your stories, so we hope to see you in the community. Hi, everyone. I have Evan on the show today. And Evan, I'm going to get this wrong, but he is a chess fanatic. Um, Evan, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how you got into chess?
1: Yes. Well, for one, thank you so much for having me. Um, You know, I know we met recently through uh, a little shout out to the In This Together Roundtable. Um, you know great networking group and um, you know it's great to uh, to connect so um, yeah um, my name is Evan Rabin I'm a national chess master and owner of Premier Chess Um, I've been playing chess uh, pretty much most of my life since I was seven Uh, I've taught on and off since I was 12 I made master when I was 20 and have been running uh, Premier Chess since 2017. Uh, Since then, we've partnered with over 100 schools. Uh, We've partnered with several major corporations like Google and Citigroup, uh, the law firm, Cram 11, uh, many other companies uh, as well. And uh, we love teaching uh, business and life lessons uh, through the game of chess.
0: Love it. So how does one become a grandmaster?
1: Uh, so for one I I do like to clarify I'm a national master rather than a a grandmaster
0: oh Uh, national master okay see I knew I'd get that wrong (laughs) (laughs)
1: All, all, all good you know and you know it's funny I I I'm not gonna name names, but I do know a couple of people in the chess world who, you know, somewhat take advantage of chess put pl- non-chess players not knowing what they're talking about. And they're <laughs> just like, oh, I'm a grandmaster. <laughs> uh you know, well we do actually have, you know, one grandmaster, Grandmaster Mark Paragua, who who works for us and is, you know, very much available uh you know for for lessons. Um but uh, no, I'm a national master. So, um, uh, but I'll answer both questions at, at the same time, since you asked, <laughs> uh, you know, so um, yeah. So to, to put things into, you know, perspective uh, for one uh, you know, national master is basically in the top 2% or actually I think 1.5% of rated chess players in the country. Uh, basically you get your rating up to 2,200. Um and you become a master um grandmaster is actually on a different rating system altogether the d-day the international uh body and basically need to get a 2500 rating uh plus three norms uh which are very high uh performance ratings uh in tournaments of nine rounds or more so uh, that's kind of a spark note version there's a lot more <laughs> to it but um yeah, so but to, to put things into perspective, there's from what I've heard about three thousand national masters in the country, and there's about three thousand grandmasters in the world. So um, it's you know substantial. So put it this way, I do have quite a ways to go to 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 make grandmaster if I. Were- and, and by the way, there's there's many steps in between. Uh, you know, I'm the, a the, the national master. Kind of my next logical stop would be. FIDE Master, which is the lowest international title you could get. Um, then you could become an international master. Um, and then finally become a grandmaster. Um yeah. So that's uh kind of a, a no version of, of how titles work.
0: Very cool. So you you spend a lot of time around chess. Let's let's leave it at that, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's more than a full-time business, Uh, you know, running all all of our programs. We also have 55 instructors who work with us, uh, quickly growing. Um, You know, now is actually the time where we're getting ready for the new school year, Um, also hiring a fair amount uh, for the the fall. And uh, yeah, definitely lots going on and, uh, you know, happened to uh, become a dad the other day as well. So uh, definitely a lot going on.
0: (laughs) Well, first of all, congratulations on being a dad for the first time. That is a great place to be, and it's uh, my my favorite age is every day. Uh, they get more fun and more interesting. So enjoy that little journey with your your new baby. Um, now let's let's talk about your business. So you, uh, I first of all, I love the fact that you've dedicated so much time to becoming better at chess. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm working on in my brain a a ranking system for networking because you know i think mm. it it's it would be interesting to know who you're networking with now the difference between chess and, and networking obviously is i can't beat somebody at networking i don't want to beat them but um you know there there's a way to rank because i think it's useful to know as you said you know chess players take advantage of people who don't know the lingo i think that's very much a an analogy for networking you get some really mm. good ones some really not so good ones um how how did you start your business and how did chess become go from being a game which i know it's way more than a game but how did it go from being a game to being your livelihood
1: uh yeah good question so um you know for for, for one i i do you know, on my on my own podcast, you know, I've had people like Ivan Meisner, okay, who I'm sure you heard of, right? He's yes. The godfather <laughs> of networking, literally. You know what I like to call, you know, anyway. Yeah. You know, part of BNI, you know, which has now two hundred thousand people around the world, if not more. Um, actually, I think definitely a little bit more than that. So, um, but yeah, the the point is, you know, I think, look, if you're smart, you know, yes, there there is. A lot of analytics and stuff, actually, when it comes to networking, Um, people are not as smart about it. Uh, My good friend Graham Dobbin is a networking uh, coach, uh, among many other things. And, you know, one thing he, he told me once, actually, was there are 300 or so networking events in Manhattan alone every single week. So, you know, in the past, you know, people would be like, oh, have you checked out this group? Have you checked out that group? And I'm like, no, it can't hurt. Let's go. Right. I, I, you know, and it got to a point where I would spend literally a whole week going to events, barely following up with everyone and wondering why I wasn't getting, you know, any results. Yeah. Um. You know, so it's very important to be, you know, actually strategic about networking, um, and 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 whatnot. So um to yeah so to, to go back and, and answer your question, um, you know, how did how to Premier Chess start and and everything, uh, you know, for one, in the back of my mind, chess was uh definitely something I always, you know, considered, uh, obviously, uh, you know, both professionally and, and uh, you know, as as a hobby. Um when I graduated Brandeis in 2012. Uh, I did actually apply to a lot of sales jobs, recruiting jobs, a little bit of finance jobs, other jobs as well. Um, Honestly, struggled a little bit more than I thought I would. Um, Eventually, I I accepted a job with Chess in the schools, uh, working full time for a nonprofit uh, in New York. Um, But honestly, that was sort of my backup if I didn't get a more corporate job. Um and eventually I uh you know started there, loved it. Um, but it it really wasn't what I wanted to do, you know, sort of full time. And uh actually my grandmother and grandfather, um, my grandmother uh, living today, we you know, uh obviously very, very close. Um, but you know, she actually was very direct. You know, she I thank God have the very, very fortunate uh possibility of getting college paid for uh, by my grandparents um but she straight up told me you know and my grandfather straight up told me we didn't pay for brandeis for you to go teach chess full-time <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know and i was like okay wow so you know i kept, kept looking and got a job at oracle where i really started my uh, corporate career i was there for a, a few years um then i was there at uh, rapid 7 uh, a data security company uh in Boston. Um and then actually with uh a couple of business partners, I actually started a different business, Pillar Sales, which did uh sales for startups. Um at the time I was uh teaching chess uh part-time uh just to you know basically pay the bills while the other business got uh, off the ground. And uh basically after a year of Pillar Sales, it was a lot of fun but frankly not as lucrative as we would have liked and I was frankly going into my savings a a decent amount um and I started to think you know do do I you know get another sales job do I you know try this for a little longer see how it goes um you know what, what what do I do and uh I remember I was uh you know 2017 you know trying to figure things out I did actually start Interviewing a little bit, uh, but I really didn't particularly want to go back into corporate. I, I liked the lifestyle of you know being on my own. And literally in July of 2017, I, I said, I'm going to sell chess for two months and see what happens. If it works out, and I, I build a chess business, great. And I remember I even asked my grandma, I was like, Is this okay? I know you don't want me to like teach chess. And he was like, No, I'm more than happy for you to teach chess. I didn't want you teaching chess for other people. I want you to ah. start. <laughs>
0: wise and, yes
1: <laughs> and uh you know anyone who's close to me knows i listen to my grandma more than anyone <laughs> um you know and uh so, so i did I, I sold chess for two months and before i knew it we were in 14 schools and uh, had 10 instructors working for me uh literally just within two months um uh, you know in the beginning of the school year 2017 and uh, uh yeah we just you know really kept going um you know one of our big clients for instance grace church school um the the former headmaster now actually he retired two years ago uh or yeah a little over a year ago at the beginning of this this past school year and uh actually his son went to kindergarten with me uh a connection there and um yeah ended up being you know one of our bigger or by far actually our biggest client um since then we have one other client which is actually slightly bigger but um they're still one of our main clients so um yeah it's 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 been a great ride since and uh we're you know continuing to grow all the time
0: well i'm just gonna say you you mentioned you have 55 instructors i'm guessing their their grandmother hasn't told them the same advice you got so i'm glad to hear that. <laughs> So if any of your instructors are listening, um that, that was different, right?
1: Yeah, you know, and you know, look, you know, for it's interesting you say that. Um, you know, you know, valid question. And um, you know, I'll, I'll say a couple things about that. You know, for one, I'm actually full in favor of my instructors going on my own, on their own a little bit too. Um, a lot of them have before they started working with me. Um, just actually in the last few weeks, I've given advice to two instructors about two programs they're looking to bring uh, on their own. Um, so um, you know, not trying to get a cut or anything like that. So um of course they do sign and, and and client sign, you know, non-soliciting, you know, kind of things. Um, so it's you know, they if it's our lead, then yes, it's 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 done through us, but Um, yeah, I mean, like one of our instructors, for instance, through, um, forget what his connection was actually, but, you know, he's, he's now talking to a school, uh, you know, nearby him and, you know, he's been asking for some advice and, you know, I'm all in favor of it. Um, you know, that said, you know, one issue I actually have with a lot of people when it comes to education, uh, is they actually don't see the value of networking, uh, in general, actually. So. Um,
0: honestly i wish it was taught in high school let alone and and maybe that's you know we'll we'll have a combo chess networking club or something um you know the the reality is networking can solve all kinds of challenges but it can also open doors um now i want to talk a little bit more about chess because i think it, it fascinates me that it is a game and and that's where it's categorized in the minds of most people um so so you're talking to you know my audience listening they're probably you know most of them have kids let's talk to that parent for a moment and what life skills are they getting out of chess
1: yeah so for one we do teach uh truly all ages uh you know we've been in senior citizen uh you know kind of places um you know we've worked with like goddard riverside we've worked with village care uh you know some other facilities uh as well uh you know we've worked in a lot of preschools and we work you know with a lot of you know companies um you know like like prime 11 google city group so um you know for one um sure i'm a, a little biased but uh i really am a big proponent that no matter what age you are there are like a lot that you can learn uh through the game Um, So, you know, a lot of it is decision making, um, you know, being able to uh, think on your feet. Uh, A lot of it is judgment training, uh, learning how to plan, uh, learning how to, uh, you know, be a little bit, you know, creative, um, but also learn, you know, at the same time, um, you know, often students, for instance, will see a position, you know, where they've seen, you know, similar positions. And just kind of like automatically make a move because it's you know somewhat thematic but really they need to learn how to you know think on their feet and realize that there are you know some nuances uh, in the position um and then yeah i mean of course it also just teaches you you know important life skills about you know winning and losing you know things things like that um you know so um yeah there's quite a bit and then of course depending on, you know, your industry and whatnot, uh, there's also like different lessons. Uh, so for instance, and, you know, when we talk to finance folks, we're talking about mitigating risk uh, versus, you know, actually taking risks, right? High risk, high reward.
0: I, I love that. And I think that's, it's big, learning how to think and learning how to strategize. Um, my, my chess experience, I grew up on a farm, so, you know, and pre-internet, if you can imagine, um, I learned how to play chess from an encyclopedia. That that was, wow. <laughs> and uh, I'd never had anybody around, so I actually grew up, um, you know, I was 10 or 11, and I'd play games in my head, and, you know, so when I had kids, that was the first thing. It was you know, we, we started with the, the checkers, and then at some uh-huh. point it was like, you know, um, I think my kids were probably three or four when they started playing with the chess pieces. And, you know, now it's it's fun to watch them play. And you know, it's definitely, um, from my point of view, it's it's fun because we have, like, chess days. And um, my oldest is 14. And just to give you this little heads up, when you have your daughter, you're probably going to raise her around chess. Um, <laughs> I'm getting to the point where he's going to beat me soon and I'll never beat him again. And it's it's kind of a bittersweet moment because I'm excited that he's gotten that good at it, but it's also, I won't be able to play with him because, you know, he, we'll play, but, uh, you know, the, the outcome is going to be known at the beginning. Um, but it is fun to watch them grow and, and watch them think. So um I assume your daughter will grow up in the world of chess, but I guess that's up to her more than you think it is. But
1: no, definitely. You know, I have many, many, you know, chess friends, obviously with, with, with kids. Um, you know, some are into it, some are not. You know, uh actually a friend my age who's the son of a grandmaster, uh I know him and his dad and actually his mom and his brother quite well they're all a a chess family um and yeah i mean for for many years right i i thought like you know why why is he not like any and he was into chess like when we were actually young and then you know basically when we were you know around middle school or so he you know somewhat lost it he's professionally actually still very much in, in in chess but uh when it comes to playing he. You know doesn't really play much uh anymore maybe online a little bit or whatnot but uh you know no no tournaments and i you know i always thought like wow my dad was the grandmaster like for sure i was thinking about you know much more uh you know advantage uh you know of of that and uh you know for him it just you know it wasn't a priority you know so um you know look it, it's the kind of thing that uh yes i i sincerely hope uh our daughter maya will be uh you know a master one day or you know at least into chess but uh you know i the last thing we want to do is force it on her so we'll uh, yeah. we'll see <laughs> well
0: and, and that's what i did with mine i let them discover it and when they asked for more then we we went down that road um but that's the thing i would love to see more schools you know we have all this focus on all of the athletics and and things like that um there is a quieter type of student who would benefit from a chess club, for example. So if, if. And by the the way, I know
1: plenty of chess players who, you know, are also big athletes. Um, One person that comes to mind is grandmaster uh, Robert Hess, who, uh, you know, is a a grandmaster, obviously. Um, I've known him since he was six and I was eight uh, or so, but um, you know, he, he was part of the Stuyvesant high school football team you know, as, as well. So,
0: um, love it. And, and except, again, I, I look at it more from the introvert extrovert rather than the athletic academic, but, um, I know there are introverts out there who would love to have a quiet place to go, you know, during the day. And, and I think, um, a chess club to me feels like a really good place for, for them to fit. And I expect the extroverts they'll fit in anyways, but, um, I'm always looking at things. I have two extra, or sorry, two introverts for sons. So it's always the, the quieter groups that they, you know, and again, they can go out and play sports, but at, at lunchtime or break time, they want something quiet. So if I'm a, a principal or a teacher, how do I bring chess into the school? What, what does that look like working with with Premier Chess?
1: Uh, yeah, very good question. So for one, we do work with schools, uh, both in person and virtually all around the country, uh, preschool all the way to high school. Uh, and actually, all of our programs are pretty much 100% customizable. Uh, we do a lot of curriculum classes during the day. We do a lot of electives during the day. We do after school programs. We do a lot of professional development. Uh, we do a lot of coaching and tournaments. Um, so yeah, it all, uh, you know, really varies uh you know based on on the school's interests any prior chess uh they might have had uh levels things like that um so yeah usually we you know start with uh sort of a discovery call to figure out what your goals and you know interests um are and then we uh you know sort of move forward from there so um yeah if anyone's interested in you know exploring opportunities Um, you know, we'd definitely love to hear from you and, uh, you know, we could, uh, you know, definitely set up some time to talk and, uh, I don't know exactly when this is coming out, but, uh, around now is, you know, actually the perfect time to, uh, you know, start planning for the new year. And, uh, you know, if you do want like, you know, a serious chess program, um, you know, it is the type of thing that, uh, you know, for one should be planned, you know, around now, um, and should start as early as possible uh in the school year. You know, chess is not, you know, a seasonal activity. Um, you know, it's the kind of thing that uh, you know, needs to be year uh round, uh essentially. And yeah, one thing to, you know, sort of consider actually is the more chess you do, the better. You know, so schools will often tell me, you know, how many, how many pro how many hours a week should we do? You know, things like that. Um, but the truth is there's no real answer. Um, it's the more better, you know? So, um, the schools that are super serious about chess, no, it's not a, you know, one hour a week, uh, you know, kind of thing.
0: Now that begs the question, what are these schools who are heavily invested in chess? What, what are they looking to get from it? Is it you know the, the pennants and the banners and the accolades or is it just they know it's really good for the students
1: um yeah it's a very good question um so there look a, a a lot of factors uh you know for one. um and yeah actually one common question that i actually like asking uh when student when schools or principals will tell me oh how many hours a week of chess uh, should i do um you know when when they do ask me that you know my first Usual uh response actually is, you know, what, what are your goals? You know, if you're looking to post on your flyer that you run a chess program, then one hour a week is more than enough, right? Because you could run a program one hour a week and, and call it a chess program.
0: Once a month, whatever uh, you check in that box, right?
1: You know, if you're looking to check the box, um, I mean, at minimum, we, we don't like, you know, very occasionally I'll get requests, hey, we do like a chess class like every other week or something like that. You know, we just don't sign contracts like that because it's a waste of time and money for everybody, um, you know, frankly. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, again, ideally it should be more. Uh, if you want to actually develop a chess program, uh, you know, again, it it, it takes more. Um, you know, frankly, we do have some schools that we partner with where we've been there for several years you know one hour a week and look a handful of kids in those schools have started coming to tournaments making progress things like that uh but we haven't really developed that much of a tournament culture uh and we have other schools where we've started only recently you know in the last few months uh you know where we're there a little bit longer and even just a little bit more than an hour you know ps101 for instance is one of our new schools this year uh very big program with 55 kids uh there with seven instructors and in Forest Hills Queens um we do yeah 90 minutes a, a week there um even that right not nearly as much as you know we would like per se but you know it's, it's it's definitely a great start and uh you know in 90 minutes yeah now we have you know several kids from that school coming to tournaments um so in terms of you know why are they doing it um definitely a lot of factors one like you said, you know, on the shore they run a chess program. It's, it's great. Um, but, you know, more importantly, they're, they're building a tournament culture. They're building a name for their school. Um, right. By the way, we don't make tournaments required, you know, for any school. Um, you actually had a private student recently asked me like, do I have to go to the tournament, you know, next week? <laughs> um, and I said, no, you absolutely don't. Um, but at the same time, if you want to like, you know, really get the benefit, uh of chess the most then yes you absolutely should go to to, not this tournament another one soon um you know i actually related it to you probably wouldn't spend several hours studying for a test and then not take the test
0: never Uh, write the test yeah it
1: it wouldn't make sense um so yeah that that's definitely one idea um and then also yes on an individual level um i actually colleague and friend olewa gibson who uh is actually the director of teaching at one of our bigger programs new american academy uh which has had probably more kids than well for sure more kids than most of our schools uh coming to tournaments um and she's actually doing her doctorate right now she was on my podcast as well actually um maybe about a year ago now and uh she's actually seen like Literally, a direct correlation of, of Jess, uh, and kids doing higher uh on the on their test scores. Um, wow. So, um, yeah, you know, there, there's there's definitely that element uh, as well.
0: Now, uh, I'm gonna ask a very strange and random question, but um, you have instructors across the country. Is your program mostly virtual, or is there an in person, or what what does it look like in terms of you know, bringing Evan and the crew at uh, Premier Chess into a school. Uh
1: yeah. So most of our programs are definitely in person. Uh, obviously, the you know pandemic. I hate that word, but uh, in the pandemic, things were you know mostly in person. I'm mostly virtual, uh, of course, but um, yeah, th- things are mostly back in person. Um, so yeah, we we do have instructors in New York, Illinois, Chicago. Well, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Boston, Miami, uh, L.A., uh, Austin, Texas—you know, pr- pretty much most major cities uh, in in the country and and beyond. So, um, so yeah, pretty much wherever you are, we typically have someone.
0: Awesome. Now, I'm going to ask something slightly different because um, I deal with a lot of entrepreneurs who are, you know, that sandwich generation—they've got kids, but they've also got parents. Um, let's talk about the benefits of chess for, um, the seniors is you, you'd mentioned that you sort of have the whole age range. Mm -hmm. Is there such a thing as it's too late to learn how to play chess?
1: Oh, definitely not. Uh, you know, I've actually once, for instance, had the pleasure of teaching a Holocaust survivor chess, uh, for the first time, um, you know, which was just absolutely incredible, um actually now that I think about, it, actually I, I taught two Holocaust survivors chess uh for the first time uh in their yeah, like 80s slash 90s. So yeah. uh, you know, for, for sure. Um look, I, I really don't think it's it's ever too late. Um, you know, look, admittedly, like most other things, it's definitely better to learn earlier, uh, of course. Um, you know, and 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 by the way, that so basically on both sides of the spectrum there's misconceptions. You know, I had you know recently parents said there's no way my kid could learn, you know, he he's five, but no, we do teach in a lot of preschools, you know, where kids are three learning chess. Um, I've already thought about it quite a bit. You know, I'm gonna be I mean, her first day of birth, I told Maya what a what a pawn was. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but, uh, but no, like realistically, like, you know, no, I think around two, two and a half, I'm going to start to like try to teach her a little bit, you know, here and here and there. Um, but you know, to, going back to, you know, seniors, you know, yeah, like earlier, the better, no question about it. Um, you know, real realistically, you know, could a senior, like just pick up chess and, and become a master. I don't know, um you know, like I do know, for instance, this guy Fred Wilson, who uh made master at seventy two um that said, he already was I mean don't get me wrong, he was still very impressive, he made a lot of progress uh you know he 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 got over like the twenty two hundred barrier then um but yes, for many years before that you know he was in the twenty one hundred so it wasn't like he just started from scratch and made master um but you know could, could a senior become from complete beginner to like an intermediate player um 100 um of course so um no definitely not too late and in terms of benefits uh you know a lot of it is memory retention um you know there has been research uh you know talking about chess and alzheimer's and how it could help uh prevent it i'm definitely not going to try to make a claim that it prevents it yeah. <laughs> Um, well, but you I... know there has been some research, you know, where it does help, uh, you know, memory, and you uh, know also just you know keeps them active, you know, their 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 mind sharp, uh, you know, something to do, uh, of course. So um, yeah, we've we've had a lot of success, uh, you know, working with seniors. Um, we actually have a, a very interesting program with the Rote, uh, a Jewish nonprofit uh, that deals with seniors. Uh, where we actually facilitate high school students and seniors uh, working together.
0: Um, nice. Uh,
1: you know, kind of community building uh, program as well.
0: And, and I think that's the, the piece I would bring out for the um, the seniors is that there's that social component and, you know, it, it's a, a non- Stress variety, you know, you can sit down with, with your grandkids and have a conversation. It's not, you know, it, it's kind of a unifying factor because you can talk about the pieces and you can talk about the game and things like that. Um, so let's get into, you know, how can somebody connect with you and learn more about what you do and, and maybe about bringing in premier chess to their school or community?
1: Thank you. So, yeah, like I said, we we do uh, pretty much three main verticals. Uh, we do corporate classes, uh, we do school programs, and we do a lot of private lessons. Uh, we also do camps, tournaments. Uh, this summer, uh, for the third time, actually, we're doing chess and table tennis camp uh, in Manhattan, uh, together with the American Youth Table Tennis uh, Association. Um, and, uh, yeah, people want to, you know, connect. Uh, either you know organizations or individuals um you could definitely go to premier uh, dot com um or you could certainly email us as well Evan at premier awesome
0: well um Evan you are the expert at chess so is there anything I should have asked you that I haven't asked you
1: um not particularly um you know I the one thing I I do like to Say is just like anything else, you know, now is the time to get started. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, right? You you know, I I have talked at length many times to uh my good friend Mike Papa pavlo uh the founder of Guitar guy Guru, uh, who, who runs a guitar teaching business and actually now um other instruments uh as well, uh, with instructors working with him. Um, but you know, one thing that we've you know talked a lot about is you know, just look, everyone says, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Uh, you know, when the time is right. Uh, but the time will never be right. <laughs> um. So, you know, and I used to actually be into guitar many years ago, and um, among many other reasons, part of the reason Mike and I actually did become very close friends, uh, in addition to, you know, just networking friends, uh, it's did inspired me a little bit to actually get back into guitar. Uh, You know, he taught me a little bit, and uh, you know, inspired me. So um so yeah, I do think just, you know, now's the time to do it. Um and also it's it's not too late. You know, I taught a Holocaust survivor chess. Uh, you know, one of my somewhat pet peeves when dealing with uh you know parents sometimes or just adults is, you know, wow, I really wish I got into this, uh, you know, as as a kid. Um yeah. something like that. Um, again. Completely objectively, yes, it's it's easier to improve, you know, in, in chess as a kid. Uh, you know, part of the reason I go to tournaments today and honestly, and, and and this is something that's, I would say, pretty much across the board, adults would prefer to play other adults than kids. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Nobody and, and wants I,
0: to be beaten by a five-year-old.
1: You know, but it, it it's, it's not even that. You know, it's just more the chance that a kid is, like a little bit underrated is by far bigger than the chance that an adult is, you know, it, it underrated, right. They might be a little bit, you know, they, they might study a bit, but you know, the truth is right now, you're most adults are pretty much around their established strength. Maybe a little higher, maybe a little lower, but you no, know, more or less around there. But with the kid, you know, you truly don't know uh, necessarily what you're getting. So, um, that's, you know, one important element. Uh, but yeah, like at the same time though, right? Wh- wherever you are, you know, just get started. Um, and then also once you do get started, especially nowadays in the last couple of years with Queen's Gambit and many other things, there's a lot of people who have literally like never played a, a game over the board. Uh, you know, which is something that I, I never... Before 2020, I never even like barely heard the term over the board, right? Because it was just, just it was an overboard activity. Yes, yeah. people play it online, but it, it was not a replacement for like in person. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely think uh, you know building the community is is, is important, and uh, you know playing online is great. I look rarely is there a day where I don't play at least one game online, um, but. You know, I definitely make it a point to you know go out and play as as well uh, in person. I think that's important, and and that's where you build the community. Um, you know, at our wedding last year, a lot of my good friends there were just friends that I've known for you know most of my life. So, um, and and that's also, by the way, you know, to actually answer one of your questions that you asked towards the beginning. That's partially how I I started the company as well. Uh, you know, when I did hire fourteen, uh. No, we're in 14 schools. We had 10 instructors uh in the first two months. Most of them were people I've known for quite some time. Um, you know, one of our initial he actually doesn't work for us now. He just actually graduated medical school and is in residency, but uh Jerome Der- Byron, uh Jerome Bryant Bryant, um, you know, I've known him for you know, since I think he was about like seven. <laughs> you know, and his father actually is uh actually still a chess coach uh in in new york so um so yeah him, him and his twin i've known you know since then pretty much and um yeah i mean it's, it's crazy you know to see that like he was actually at suny binghamton at, at the time uh you know work came from me and now he's a doctor you know so uh wow. just 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 show you like a little bit of you know how the thing has, has went on uh, you know, with the company <laughs>
0: Your results may vary. We're not guaranteeing you'll become a doctor, but chess does help. So, yeah. Evan, I want to thank you for being on the show. It's uh, always fascinating, and I'm, I'm very lucky because I get to meet cool people with cool stories. So, thank you for sharing the premier chess story with me and my listeners today.
1: Yeah, well, thank you so much uh, for your time and uh, my absolute pleasure. And uh, as we say, conquer the game, master your life.
0: I love it. to your wellness.